what part of a Swiss Army knife would we be? Ooh, I feel like we're the bottle opener that doesn't work. You, I think that's you. Yeah, I, I accept that role. I think I'm a tweezers man. You could be the tweezers. I'm the bottle opener, but when the kid who's 16 tries to be like, hey, does someone got a bottle opener and they pull that out, it just they have no idea how to use it. So then, like, it's broken. Yeah. You're the bottle You're the bottle opener people use to not open bottles, but to stab people. What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Baseball's Dirty Little Secret. I'm not going to go through all the nicknames. We're taking a break from the nicknames. I'm joined here by producer Wilson and Lorenzo. We're doing raw today. This, this is just our true selves. We're sitting down, having a great baseball chat. We're not using all that fluff, all the peanut butter all the fluffernutters. We're just sitting down and having a conversation. When you doing? were a kid, someone says, do you want a peanut butter sandwich? They offer you fluff and jelly or jam. You call it jelly or jam. I think if you if you put jam on a peanut butter jelly, it's just wrong because it's not called peanut butter jam. But that is also a cool name of like an album. Oh, peanut, peanut butter, butter jam. jam. That is a great doc. Kanye West, 2023. My question, do you know the difference between a jelly and a jam? I'm not 100% sure if there is one, scientifically. Feels like a jelly enthusiast would be very upset with us right now. I'll throw another quarter in your sink. Is that a phrase? I I like that phrase, yeah. So throw some quarters in my sink. I'll give you another another money. How about this? (laughs) Explain a marmalade. Didn't know that was a real word until today. So, can't really explain what, it. What is the one... We talk about baseball upwards of three times a week for an hour to the public every week. But what is the topic that you are the most stupid in? Ooh, on baseball or just the world? Just in the world. Anything that takes over a sixth grade IQ. So, like, politics, mm-hmm. taxes, math, baking. Baking? Oh, my God. When I mm. read, like, a box and it says three quarters of butter, I'm like, how are you measuring that? Like, what? Measuring? Get out of here. I think mine is cars. Oh, yeah, I'm up there, too. Dude, the glove box on my car is broken, and I'm willing to pay anybody $5,000 to fix it. I don't care. Just fix it, please. Where do you, where do you, where are you putting your gloves? I have no idea. I'm gloveless. Dude, I went – I moved my sister into college this past weekend, and – there was a shower caddy, and I was, like, one of the few men there. And so people looked to me. I'm like, one, I'm breaking down social boundaries. No. And two, they were like, I need you to build this shower caddy. And I immediately opened the box and walked away. I was like, not taking part. Not touching that thing. It There was two full pages of instructions. I was like, nope. Goes past one page, I'm out. <laughs> Wait, uh, for a shower caddy? Yo, this took, like, I, there were two other guys there, and it took them, like, two and a half hours to build. They started breaking out drills and stuff. I was like, this is going wrong. Like a shelf thing for the shower? Yeah, one of those, like, complex springy things that I never know how work, but I always keep my poo in. I was confused. That's intense. It was intense. We got to shout out some people, Jack, right. who brought this podcast to you today. It's true. Shout out. To all of our patrons at patreon.com slash we got ice. Shout out to our boy Frisky. Shout out to our boy Josh, Colin, Pit Take Barbecue. We love you, Cameron. We appreciate all of you guys. Colin, the newest patron, Hunter as well, and our boy Levi. Shout out to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash we got ice. You can also receive one of these personalized shout outs. Maybe Jack could make you his very own jam and send it to you. I'm not going to promise it. True. But Jack is looking for a hobby, so he could do it. If you go to patreon.com today, you get an extra episode of this lovely podcast every week, a shout-out, access to a Discord channel, and potential future merch giveaways as well. So go to patreon.com slash we got I say to join. How does that sound, Jack? Thank you for the support. And thank you to everyone who's not joining for your support as well. We don't want to play favorites. We don't want to play any favorites. Do you want to – anything else that's on your chest before we get into – this is a pre-recorded pod, by the way. So we're going to be doing True. a little bit of like some bigger topics, some September predictions. You know, a little – we're going to lens it out a little – expanding our lens yeah. a little bit because, you know, it's pre-recorded. Yeah. 
as you guys know, which now that I'm thinking about it, the next week of content for you guys, or the past week, has been probably all just us complaining about how busy our week's been, so we apologize for that. But <laughs> technically, when you're listening to this, we'll be all good, we'll be all moved, and having a fun time. So yeah, keep ready for the content, making that September push. As teams are making their playoff push, we are as well. We're getting ready for the playoffs. It's going to be good. Last thing. Do my eyes look extra beady right now? Ooh. I'm, let me stare into your eyes for a minute. Yeah, they look a little beady. They're a little beady today, and I'm, I'm feeling a little insecure about it. I don't know what's happening. It's okay. You still look good. I, I, everyone in the comments yeah. say Jack's hot. Like, let, boost his ego up. Especially if you're an audio listener. Yes, for sure. Comment Jack's hot. Last thing. This is our last podcast of Wilson at the home base before he goes remote. I'm so happy. No, I'm bringing him. Oh, you're bringing a Wilson? He's making the trip? Yep. He has his own dorm. This is fire. Wilson, yeah. He's so gross. He never cleans up after himself. There's his clothes in the common room. I hate him. He's the worst. Yeah, let's, I mean, maybe I won't bring him. Because I kind of forgot I hated him. He gets out of the shower, and for some reason, he always has water following him. It's the worst. He's he's very wet. He's just generally the worst human. The worst creature. That's ever lived. Yeah, fire Wilson. Let's get that hashtag trending. Let's do some baseball yes. talk, Jack. Uh, enough about your lunch at meats and your jellies and jams. How about we talk about the beef of baseball? How about we do that? Ooh. <laughs> Did, okay, let's analyze the segue. <laughs> I liked it. You threw in lunch meats there. and the, you, threw a, you threw a quarter in my wallet, as I would say. <laughs> Tossed um, one in. <laughs> don't know where that, where the lunch came. Did we... Am I missing something? Did we talk about lunch meats? W- were we mentioning bologna and my eyes were just closed? Can I be honest with you? I've had a nice, thick piece of salami, not in that way, on my mind for like an hour and a half for no reason. I don't even eat salami. Salami's, r- salami's so good. I, I'm kind of out on salami, to be honest. There's too many variations. It's a lot of colors. Is building a charcuterie board the stupidest thing of all time? For me, probably. Like, I, there's no way I could tastefully enjoy the, a board of that sort. Because it's like, put it all in a sandwich. Save room. Save the environment. I'm like, yeah, where's the bread? Can we get some bread up in here? I don't want this yeah. oak underneath my salami. Just give me some bread. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not on a keto diet. I want the carbs <laughs> along with just the natural meat and vegetables. And there's always like four pieces of each item. And I'm like, so I can't really eat because I could eat this whole board in like half a no. second. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. But it's not ideal. It's not it's not in our circle. Yeah, we're not in a They're not meant for us. We're not in a charcuterie circle. If you guys like charcuterie boards, culture yeah. us. I don't know how to understand them. They're too hard to read. We're kinda we're in the same vein as what you feed like a bear in a zoo. What do you feed a bear bear in a zoo? Us. Probably feed us. Not charcuterie boards, more just like it's like for us, it's like it's feeding time, and we're just like. Argh. I am a fast eater, to be honest with you. Like most people, sit down oh, yeah. and they're like, I know some people will sit down, like they watch like a full episode of a TV show while they eat dinner. I am no. plate to my mouth. <laughs> That's the exact sound that happens too. Everyone knows you get your food, you sit down in front of the TV if you're eating in front of the TV, you take about ten minutes to pick your show or video. Yep. And then you finish your food basically by the time it starts. Two minutes in, first commercial break, you finish your dinner, and then you just sit there and watch the show, just wasting time. Oh, for sure. I always, by the time I get to the end of the YouTube ad, I'm already done my meal. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, double ads on YouTube? It's not really? Great. Can we stop? Oh, yeah. It's the word. Do we, are there, are there ads on this? I don't think we get ads. We're not that cool. Nobody cares about us that much. All right. Yeah. Because we appre- we love our fans. We we're, we not, we're not triple, triple two minute adding you guys yet. Yet. Yeah, it could happen. I could become a money hoe. Not yet, but it's coming in the future. True. Let's the third attempt to Can't segue to baseball. This is the third time I've tried. Let's go okay. to baseball. <laughs> okay, ready? Let's let's take three moments of silence. Who can come up with the best segue? All I thought about was that salami again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Same. I'm so hungry <laughs> so, now. So, I'm starving. <laughs> you're my, you're my stomach's yeah. barking right now. <laughs> Boy's ready oh. to eat. <laughs> Let the dogs out. <laughs> They're um, running around here. <laughs> like running around, you run the bases. And let's talk about some baseball on this baseball oh. podcast. Oh, my eyes are sweating. 
Uh, yeah, let's talk about some baseball. Yeah, sweaty. Let it, where do you want to start? Do you want to start September predictions? Do you want to do a little bit of a fun game? I like games. Yeah, let's let's get let's get gamer on everyone right now. Gamer boy. So a storyline that honestly I think we're the first two. I actually oh he's ready. <laughs> um, for audio listeners, he just pulled up a what is this a controller as the kids call it? Yeah, a little joystick. Yeah, that's what they call me. Um, so baseball and one of the few baseball stories I think we're first two is very very early. And we'll be the show cover. Who's it going to be? Because we got the Tatis thing, and that seems like a layup. Guaranteed. And it's still, I mean, the prime of MLB The Show 21 is still going on. But who are we looking at for 22? And I'm going to just right off the bat exclude Otani, because that's the kind of the layup. Seems like they're going to go with him. But who do we want? Who do we think would be fun? So Otani is like almost as big of a lock as uh, Tatis. I haven't seen the movement for it yet. Like by Tatis, there was a make Tatis the cover yeah. movement. We haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. There, I think if they do Otani as the cover, there's a little bit of prediction involved because they got to do something where it's like the two-way edition, where Ooh. it's like it involves that aspect of the game because you can't just put like a picture of Otani hitting. It's got to be... Half the covers him pitching, half his hitting, and it's like, and we'll be the show twenty-two, the two-way. Oh, cover that's or twenty-two too. That seems like a layup. I'm thinking like a holographic yeah. cover where if you tilt it one way, he's pitching. If you tilt it the Ooh. other way, he's hitting. Feels like that's the way to go. Yeah. Or they could do different releases where some covers are him pitching, some are him hitting, and maybe some are him like eating dinner. Oh. <laughs> 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 you go to the store you're like oh i got damn, i got a dinner cover yeah you don't know until you open it it's just him grooming some dogs you're like god dang it they should do that with baseball cards why are they always them playing baseball they should throw in a couple trouts like playing soccer with his son a couple trick cards instead of getting bryce harper yeah, hitting a he's homer. at the doctor's office yeah you get bryce harper getting his reflexes jacked yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're doing i got a, a tunia holographic um What's it called? <laughs> I forgot what the surgery's called. I need a minute. <laughs> oh, a, a tune. Dad, I just pulled an Acuna colonoscopy holographic 2021. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I just pulled Tati's Jr. filing for his 401k. <laughs> just even yes. a seat at like a banker desk. Yeah, we got it. What tops are now fanatics? <sighs> they have the deal now. I'm crying. Let's get that going. This? I'm crying. On podcast air. Yeah. This is the most I've laughed. It's hard to find out what is cry, what is cry and what is sweat. A little bit of mixture going on. Oh, that's so, that's such a good mm -hmm. bit. I hope somebody takes notes on that. That is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that seems like it just needs to happen. (laughs) I would probably, I'd probably prefer that. Like if it's just like a Cunha, like a golf swing instead of him playing baseball, that'd be kind of hilarious. At the very least, do that in MLB The Show cards. Because those, you can't actually touch them they're just pictures let's have because a lot of players have multiple cards and it's just the their faces you should have like the stock like the base <laughs> card it's like a t-bert ruiz common 62 it's him drilling just growing a hot dog vladdy 99 is him at his in-laws house having a dinner that's like an awkward yeah. dinner that's like his, his 99 overall card yeah. beautiful but otani seems like the layup <clears throat> We got some other options on here, though. You wrote down Acuna, Vladdy, Salvador Perez, Jacob DeGrom, and Aaron Noller. When was the last time we had a pitcher on the cover? So, yeah, that was my thoughts with DeGrom or Nola, or, like, I guess whoever wins Cy Young. You could, like, Bueller, Scherzer, you could all make an argument. But I feel like they're going to trend towards, like, younger or just, like, dominant. Because it's, like, Trout and DeGrom could be on it any year. But it almost seems like they've missed their time just because they're not, like, in the news. DeGrom maybe had a chance. He had a chance. But then he's missed the year, so. He's been hurt, so that kind of died down. But, I mean, I guess if Otani gets it, that would be a pitcher. But it seems like it's not the pitcher's year. I think that, okay, so take Otani out of the race. Let's take him out because he's probably going to get it. So, for the sake of this exercise, what would make you go, oh, the most? Like, that caught me off guard. Or, ooh, that's cool, out of all of these. I might go Acuna. I think that would probably make get the most pop out of me. Yeah, Acuna would be the most surprising. I think if, 
Vladdy and Otani are seem like the two finals. They'll, that will be the finalists. Yeah, do they do fan vote on this, or do they do um? Because I know Madden they needs did to do a fan one. vote. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they do a fan vote. I they should do a fan vote. By the way, that'd be pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think Acuna or Vladdy. Vladdy just for some reason I have like Donaldson's cover program in my mind, and I imagine it looked the same. So. I don't know. Acuna feels yeah. like they could do something really cool there. Or Aaron Nola. That could be cool, too. This would be DeGrom. I feel like this is DeGrom's last shot at it, though. So that could be it. Yeah. I My sleeper pick would be Salvador Perez. Just get this one. old Royals catcher in there. Got just, it. like, throw people off. Yadi Molina. It's going to be Yadi Molina. Yeah. He's retiring. He, I feel like he's not, like... He is retiring. It's his last year. That could be cool. That would not do it for me. I think that would do it for a ton of people, though. Like a Yachty Molina Probably. Re- like special 2022 edition, like in a mode to him retiring. That could be fun. This is probably going to offend people, but is he worthy of that? Oh, he's definitely worthy. He's probably going to go down as one of the greatest top five catcher of all time. Like he's a stud in history books. So I think he might not move the needle in the young fans, though. So if if we're going to – he's not the – Otani yeah. definitely got him beat. But that could be like – if they're going to go twist, that could be a cool twist. That could be. I think that would be – I don't know if they do like alternate covers. I don't think they really do. But that could be like an alternate. I don't that think could that could be, could be like their, their guy. No, that does sound like a really good alternate. What would be the one player who's not statistically deserving of it but would be like just a cool cover athlete? Like, this sticks out in your mind. Cool cover athlete. I mean, I guess probably... I I want to see Trout. Trout seems... Lindor like, on the Mets would have been good, but he's not having a good enough year, yeah. probably. But he him on the Mets could have been a good look. Yeah, and we won't see Trout because of the deal. He's not... He signed with another... Like, another people, so he won't get with Sony. Lindor on the Mets would be nice, but I feel like there's too much, like, now the Mets taste in my mouth is just, like, just hectic, so I don't know if that would be, like, the smart move. Mm, that's true. What if we just went full, what if we just went, like, Kevin Cash, because he's the only person on the race this season a while. <laughs> general manager edition. There's, like, three general, the three GMs on the cover, the three-headed <laughs> dragon, behind-the-scenes cover i want this advanced scout scouter for the tampa bay rays on my mlb the show cover but he's at a barbecue playing cornhole <laughs> yeah we are just full of good ideas i'm gonna hit you with another one I'm so ready they should do like especially because it's a really hard year for all of the the workers of the world do like an alternate cover where it's a randomly picked <laughs> ballpark employee like a vendor or like, a, a, um ticket chauffeur where they're called ticket guy has the weirdest job in the world but I probably want the guy in the stands passing out hot dogs, and it's just him at work. Yeah, vendor. Like a hot dog vendor on the cover, and it's like, like a real guy with a story. That's so cool. That is cool. That's a great – that's like – that'd be a really cool, like, like a charity thing. If you, like, whatever charity yeah. – like, you could be – we'll give one lucky kid a chance to be on MLB The Show. That could be cool. Yeah, we should go that way, too. That seems – like, if someone's Make-A-Wish – they're like, I have to be on the cover of a movie the show. And they're like, well, I guess we got to do it. What do we do? Like, we're kind of hands tied here. Yeah. I like the hot dog vendor. They're thing. like, Otani, my, our bad, but you're, you're not on the cover this year. <laughs> not your tr- man. We got to do it's better for the people. Otani would do it. He's that good man. He'd tip his cap. Oh, yeah. He's for, he's for the kids. I loved that conversation. Let's keep this energy rolling. So who's your final pick? My final it's honestly... I tried to just get rid of Otani in my brain, but it, it just is Otani. You can't – it's so tough to not pick him. I'm rooting for Acuna because he didn't get as much love this year as I hope he would because he's still a freaking yeah. superstar, and he. I don't feel like yeah. he's reached that superstar level. Like, Vladdy had his burst out campaign this year. Tatis had his last year. Acuna's had it, but it's been a little overshadowed. So him getting the cover would kind of be like, all right, my guy's here. He's arrived. Rough timing because he did. He's gonna miss the whole second half. It is tough. So it's rough, but he he could have a great cover. He could. Kill he would the cover. look so good on a cover. Him on crutches, just like looking like yeah. a beast. My prediction because I don't think they'd want to go like three in a row of like the young stallions of the game. So I think breaking it up with Otani, it's it like would be we're good. gonna see Tatis Otani 
Vlad or Acuna. I think that's just the way. Vlad and Acuna are a lock. It's just who's getting it first. Yeah. It's like whoever has a big year. So, it's true. <clears throat> Let's see. Otani, buy your cover now. Or just give us the Otani at his dad's house mowing the lawn. I'll also take that. Ooh, mowing a yeah. good lawn. That's the one thing I'm going to miss most about summer. I didn't get to mow a lot of lawns this year. Kind of sad about that. Mm. I mowed a few. Not as many as I have in the past. But it is it is good. The smell is it's nice. It's a good time. You pull, you'll never... Coolest... Top... We start out. Top two coolest things. <laughs> yeah. Top two coolest things you can do, like in your front yard while a car drives by, play basketball and like try to do this crazy dribble thing on a layup, even though they oh. don't care. Yeah, like you see and a pole around a corner. Revving a lawnmower. You post up and you're like, all right, let's roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm going to the NBA. But revving a lawnmower while someone drives by and my, the headphones are in, you're like, and then you get it. And then you just feel like you are just Dwayne the Rock Johnson. In a tiny little white boy's body. Dude, it's so true. I was playing basketball at a park today, just playing with a couple of, like, people I didn't know. Like, do you want to play? I was like, sure. And there was, like, a group of, like, a family walking by, and I had the ball, and I was just like, I need to absolutely slam this. But I was like, then I completely mm-hmm. missed it. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people play pickup basketball. I live my life pickup. Try that again. Like, I, that one. I go home. To a different, like I'll just walk into someone's dinner, pick up dinner, and they're like, "Can I get next?" And then I just eat with them. Oh, we should start using that for. I love groceries. Somebody's cart's there, and I say, "Yo, can I just like get that thing right there?" I got next. Yeah, can I get next? I got next. Yeah, pick up grocery shopping. (laughs) So I live my life. This is a great, great ideas. Ideas are rolling. Mob, we know you're listening. Just the the entire organization of Major League Baseball. They all sit around at the. I imagine they have a war room. Like in a, you know those movies whenever the- With a lot of swords. Yeah, like a general meetup at a really big yeah. circle table with holographic technology, but I don't know if that's actually real or not, and they all just sit there, and I imagine yeah. they just play our podcast. Rob Manfred's office. You oh walk in, he probably has some bodyguards. For sure. Maybe One like ninja. A tiger, like a pet tiger. Probably a ninja on payroll, yeah. Minimum one. Um. Yeah. Over under, how many baseballs- how many baseballs does Rob have in his studio office over under seven and a half? Hard under. I think there's one baseball, but it's, like, really there to be, like, I, I like baseball. Like, there was a one baseball mm-hmm. in the middle of his desk, but that's the only baseball. Yeah, I'd probably go just slightly under. I think he has one that's maybe signed by, like, Babe Ruth. Like, he's an old-time collector. Oh, yeah. And then maybe he has, like, five others, like, from his kids or something. But he doesn't really care. Yeah, he's just like, oh, God, put them over he's here. He's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, son. Are you Babe Ruth? Are you the great Bambino? <laughs> no. I'm not going to your game. You, you hit a home run. I have, I have replay calls to to not reverse and get wrong. <laughs> Rob Manfred at your Little League game. It's like someone just, like, goes to the headset. They look at Rob, and he's just like, no. <laughs> if Rob Manfred went to a random maybe high school baseball game would he get booed that would be mean high school is booing you was like that's a tough look i'm terrified of high schoolers slash middle schoolers by the way and i'm only in college oh yeah they scare me young like a group of teenagers 14 to 16 could beat me up just because i'm afraid yeah a confident group of teenagers is you turn the other way a 15 year old kid riding a skateboard I'm horrified of you. I'm like, he wants yeah. trouble. I don't want any part of this. Yeah. <laughs> what would be your favorite activity yeah. to do with Rob Manfred? That's like, you you and him, you get a day. Go do anything. I think I would like to bake a baguette with him. Nice piece of bake bread. Bake a baguette. I don't even... Yeah. You could, like, get That's some good. yeast and have a nice little cooking day. It'd be fun. I'd probably just like to sit down and have a civil four-hour discourse on the future of baseball that's no fun no baking involved no it's trampoline park there we go rob manfred trampoline park yo you're a five-year-old trying to play a game of dodgeball getting straight pumped with heaters (laughs) yeah i i've really tried to think i've even tried to think about this to make tiktok videos like how can we go to a trampoline park and play baseball 
or like some sort of wiffle ball because they have the basketball thing. You can play dodgeball. You can idea. play a soccer variation, I'm sure. How can we fit baseball into a trampoline park? Because that'd be so fun. Maybe like robbing home runs, Ooh. like a home run derby where there's the outfielders are jumping. This guys don't have uh, a TikTok. That'd be a cool place to hit up. Like, yeah, let's do this. They must. We might, we have to do this. I was just I just kind of want to go play dodgeball with you at a trampoline park. It'd be a fun date. How how is your dodgeball levels? Pretty confident in my catching abilities. Mm-hmm. A little overconfident though. Like I'm not an evader. I'm like I'm gonna catch this, and then like you're stone you're stonewalling. Yes, and then like sometimes it'll bounce off me, and I'm like, God dang it. Yeah, I'm not. I always, as a baseball player, you have this. I think un unjust responsibility to be good at dodgeball and i don't know if i ever lived up to the hype like i'm not bad i'll win some games but i was at the point where i'm the last one on the court everyone's chanting my name like in middle school after school pickup game and inside of myself i don't feel that confident i think that's where my where most of my securities stemmed from it makes sense dodgeball's a tough game it's a hard game to get into like you gotta really like commit and then, like, you look a little bit try-hard if you go too hard, but you don't want to get tagged out. It's tough. Yeah. I my, I also have pretty – I don't have tiny hands, but relatively smaller hands. So if the ball was big, I couldn't really whip it as fast as I wanted to. I could throw a knuckleball, but, I mean, that's not going to impress Coach, Coach Smith. Yeah, Coach Smith is benching you. You show, you show anything besides a straight laser in dodgeball, you're getting embarrassed next gym class. Jack? Yeah. Let's talk about the month of September. Fall is upon us. Love it. I'm ex- September rank on the list of twelve months. Where does it rank? Ooh, so probably if you asked me this a couple of years ago, and in any time in my childhood, really low because it's back to school. But now, it's probably top three. Top three for me. It's cracking. It might be top, f- I think it's four. I think September, October, November, December, in that order, are my favorite months. So, December, number one. December is number one. Big Christmas guy. Big holiday guy. Yeah, I love Christmas, but I also don't really love the winter. The last week of December is brutal. But, like, the first three weeks really yeah. pull it over the top for me. January, February, March is not a great time. No, that's terrible. Unless you ski. Those are like my bottom three. So it's like immediate you peak and then is a valley. So it's it's a it's a bounce. Kind of like this podcast. You peak and then after you turn it off, you're just like, well, what did I just listen to? Yeah. And we normally peak at about like, what is going on? And then it's just downhill. After the first two words, you're in kind of for a tough time. But September yeah. predictions, baseball, the final month before we get to October. Playoffs are coming. Patreon.com for all that content. And... We got to make some predictions, Jack. A lot of teams are in a race. A lot of teams are sniffing, sniffing some opponents' toes, trying to catch up. Some players seeking some awards, and let's go through them all. So how about we start off with our first September prediction, Jack. Wills, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, that's right, Cincinnati. We're talking about you. Perk those ears up. Will they make the playoffs? I gotta, This is going to be tough to take my bias out of it because bias I'm rooting out. for them not to. Ooh. Because I want the Padres to. And that is what I'm going to go with. I think the Padres will beat them out. I think the Reds are not going to make the playoffs. Don't clip this. I'm going, yeah. I think they're going to make it. The Padres haven't done anything to prove to me that they're like a good baseball team the past couple months. Really all season. What's the true. Padres moment been? What have they done? They're 69 and 62. They're, they might finish like 85 wins on the season. That's like a realistic place for them to be at they're two and eight in their last 10 we're recording this on august 30th by the way so don't attack me on stats they've been slumping they're 15 games back of the division lead which i know they're not chasing anymore but that number just blows me away considering they're like world series potential favorites they i picked them to go to the world series i don't think they make it i think the reds have the better energy the padres are more talented but the reds i feel like they just want it more i'm going reds yeah, the only reason I'm going to go Padres is just because I like the Padres. That's and the st- statistic reason is, I guess this is even, none of my opinions are math-based, obviously. math here. But there's got to be some September magic, unless you're going to back into the playoffs, which the Reds have done before. But I think, and every NL Central team can do, but I feel like the, if there's a team that get hot late September and slam Diego makes a 
reappearance. Tatis is talented on the field. Everyone's just doing their thing. The talent resurfaces. The Padres could win 10 games in a row and make it to the playoffs. I think I trust them to do that more than the Reds. But the Reds are, obviously, they, they're a couple games up the day we're recording this. They have the upper hand. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think that Tatis being in the playoffs is ideal. But... And, like, the t- September magic is definitely there. They have the roster for it. But I do believe in energy and consistency. We've been saying all year the Dodgers are going to pass the Giants. I just – I think at some point we just have to, like, kind of give in to the fact that what teams are expected to do is just not sometimes reality. And the Padres, yeah, they just – they don't they don't have whatever it, that vibe. And it feels like the Reds do. I feel like the Padres could go deeper in the playoffs if they made it. The Padres have more talent. They're more entertaining. Just seeing Tatis on that big stage, I just can't get that St. Louis Cardinals bat flip out of my mind. I think about it all day, every day. Yeah. It's good, but I'm going Reds. Cincinnati, I used to hate you. I actually never hated you. We just kind of had a weird relationship. But I'm rooting for you now. You – many times you've said on this podcast loud and clear, I hate the Cincinnati Reds. <sighs> You could probably find it. Yeah, it's kind of true. I'm getting I think, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't faith. bring it up unless there's just blatant audio evidence. There is a lot of audio evidence. And hate was <laughs> strong. But now I'm a Reds fan. I've turned around. It's a new era of my life. I'm seeking redemption. I no longer drink dairy. It's, it, we're here for it. <laughs> yeah, those correlate, clearly. But you talked about some of the really good teams. So let's get to which teams will get to 100 wins. Ooh, that's a great segue. That's a good one. I liked that. It's like a Jacob Thank DeGrom you. slider just going right into the outside of the plate. Yeah, I'm just, just zipping in there. You don't even see me. You have me. a tendency to zoom around. When when you're like in a mood, like not in a mood, but when you're in a rush, you just kind of just zoom. Just like leave a little line of smoke wherever you go. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, because I'm not sneaky. You know I'm zooming. Yeah. So it's more, yeah. Well, zoom. Yeah. I like it. Which teams will get to 100 wins? So our candidates right now, are we going division leaders here? Is that what we're going to do? Just anyone who's around 80 or over 80 wins currently. So we got the Tampa Bay Rays. I believe they're at, as the recording of this podcast, they're at 82 wins. Astros are at 77. White Sox are at 76. Giants, 84. Dodgers, 82. I think that's everybody, right? Brewers, yeah, and obviously, 79, too. Yeah, Brewers. Yeah. So, the day we're recording this, there's a roughly 30 games left for everyone. 30 to 33 games left for everyone. So, you would have to, I mean, win at least 20 out of the 30 is hard to do. So, oh. that's kind of what all these teams are looking like. Giants seem like it's a lock. They Feels could like it. get there. They should go over 500. I feel like I got three teams. Giants, Dodgers, and Rays. I think Giants and Dodgers both finish with 100 games. And it's like 101 wins for the Giants and 100 wins for the Dodgers. And the Giants win the division. And then we're like, they get meet up in the mm-hmm. NLDS. And we're like the two 100-win teams. Because I think they're probably like the best teams in baseball this year. And then the Rays, I feel like, are just yeah. a lock because they, they're the Tampa Bay Rays. And they somehow do it every year. Yeah, the, those are the probably the most likely to do it, and I think those will be the teams to do it as well. But I think you just went full Oracle on me. I've, I kind of got deja vu with that storyline. Giants and Dodgers meet up in the NLDS, two, 200-win teams. I heard Joe Buck saying that. Ooh, you're welcome. I could be Joe like, Buck. That's going to happen. Me, Joe Buck and me should do a game together. And I just, whenever he tries to get serious, I just bring up something entirely random. I don't think you could be Joe Buck, but do you think you could, could beat Joe Buck in a fight? Uh, a chess match? Maybe. A fist fight? No, he's got... Not, not at all what I said. <laughs> I just had to divert. <laughs> See, this is what I would do to Joe Buck. I said a fight he'd ask me a question. A chess match. <laughs> he'd be like, so what do you think about Evan Longoria's defense this season? I'm like, Evan Longoria's a great dad, man. He's been going to all his kids. <laughs> I never answer his question. I like it. It's like a political debate. It's just segue. That that'd be perfect for you. Just segues the whole night. Or <laughs> Joe, like he segues to you, and you segue right back to him. And then we get a the segue off. Night. He just doesn't know what to do. Yeah, dude, that'd be so. That's a great bit like though. We should do that one podcast where we don't say we're doing it, but every time you ask me a question, I just give you an answer to a different question. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> horrible to listen to it'd be so funny that'd be so bad <laughs> that's a podcast just I, for us that's something i go and listen back yeah. to and laugh 
yet. That's an audio file that's just on my desktop and just really never makes it off the screen. I would totally record a yeah. podcast just for my own laughs and giggles. Like, not even post it. Just make yeah. quit doing this. <laughs> and then listen to it every single day. Every day. While I drink my morning cup of coffee. Yeah. I listen to my own voice. Yeah. I honestly think Joe Buck... Whatever you think about his announcing skills, he has so much more of a personality, like, outside of the booth. Like, oh, he's a sure. different person. Like, if you listen to an inter- like an interview with him, he seems so cool and fun and, like, self-aware. But I think people get it confused, like, he's on Fox with the biggest audience, one of the biggest audiences all year, watching at the same time. Like, whenever he's announcing, it's the biggest audience in the world. So he can't, he has to just be strict, strict, strict. But when he's not in front of a hundred million people, he's just a chill dude. I would love to grab a drink with Joe Buck. That'd be a fun. He'd be a, like a top ten guy I'd want to have on a podcast, like Joe Buck Hopsog. Oh, we're asking so many random questions today. Hopefully, you guys like this style. This but what you we're get just pumping out ideas. Pre-recorded. This is what you get. What? And maybe this is a segment we can finish another episode when we have more time to think it through. But who's like your next week dream guest? Ooh. Like what's what's like your top three dream guests? Because I, I've thought about this and I don't like for sure know what it is. See, I obviously want to have an MLB player on, but sometimes I go a little back and forth on this because I feel like MLB players would think we're dumb. For sure. And especially if like the obvious answer would be like Trout. Yeah. But I don't know if that would be a good interview. I don't. It would have to be an MLB player who could handle our chaos. Because we're de- we're not the kind of guys who are going to sit down and be like, you're bad babe on the season. We're going to probably ask yeah. you what your favorite kind of breakfast food is. That's what you're going to get here. Yeah. So, but we'll probably also ask it in a way where we're like, you had a 376 bad babe this year, which was 10 times better than you've had all season long. Tricks for breakfast or yogurt? What kind of breakfast cereal were you eating that inspired your bad babe to be this <laughs> Yeah, like, we'll sneak it in there. So we sound smart for the clips, but then really we're just in that, like, what flavor of Nature Valley Nature Valley Crunch Bar is your go-to on a hike? Ooh, so dream, real dream guest. I've always wanted to do an interview with Joe Castiglione, the Red Sox radio guy. He was, mm. like, as a kid, he was, like, my icon. So, like, I always wanted to do something mm-hmm. there. But, like, current, like, maybe possible. I don't, Brett Phillips would be fun. He'd be a fun guy. That was mine. That was my I think answer. he's like yeah, one of the like few Brett people Phillips. in baseball who like maybe or like just people have fun personalities. We don't see it enough. Him or Pete Alonso, I feel like could handle our chaos. That'd be fun. Yeah, we also have to pick someone who like we're not scared of. It's true. I'm scared of a lot of people though. Yeah, we're scared of most things. It is. Yeah. What about you? Besides Brett Phillips, do you have any like real like serious dream guests? I I mean it's tough because. There's a dream guest where, like, seeing, like, We Got Ice podcast, an interview with, like, a Barry Bonds. That's obviously crazy. But the, like, having to do the interview, that might be too scary and, like, I don't know what's going to happen. But, like, knowing their name is associated with the show would be cool, but I don't, I don't know. Honestly, Joe Buck is probably up there for me. I feel like that'd be so, like, interesting. He'd have a good story. He'd have some, announcers feel like they'd have, or Don Arcillo, he'd have, like, a great story. He could share with us. Ooh. Angel Hernandez. Yep, that's it. That's it. And it would only be funny if we make jokes that he completely misses the entire time. That'd be mean. I I feel like we'd have to take his side. Uh, Do we come on Angel Hernandez stand? Like we just suck up to him. Be like, Angel, you're the best umpire of all time. You've never missed a call in your life. He's like, I know, I know. Yeah, we're brown nosing. We know ourselves. Oh, I am not a. There's these people who go into like press conferences or interviews and they like put their like grind, like they grind it out and they ask the tough questions. I am asking only layups. No. Yeah, we're we're not journalists. If that was even ever a question asked, did I go to school to be a journalist? Yes, and look where I ended up. For that exact reason. I'm like, I don't want to ask hard questions. This is not fun. I just want to ask what you do on your day off of your dog. Segway back. September predictions, Jack. Ooh, what do you want to go here? Let's go with this one. What's more likely? That four teams in the AOE still have a winning record 
or the four teams in the AL Central will have a losing record. So currently, in the mm-hmm. AL record, recordation of this podcast, we have the Rays, Red Sox, Yankees, and Blue Jays all over 500, with the Blue Jays seven games over as the closest to 500. And the White Sox are the only team in the AL Central winning division, winning record. Indians are 500. Tigers are 62 and 70, and then the Royals and Minnesota are well under. So what's more likely, five winning teams in the AL Central or four, four, five, four winning teams in the AL Central or four losing teams? I messed that up. I give up. Four, <laughs> four winning teams in the East or four losing teams in the Central. Edit that in post. This is a weird one. <laughs> yeah, edit, Wilson, edit that and then fire yourself. Please. Um. I think last year in the short season, wasn't there a point where there was four teams in the Central with a winning record? There was. Like, the Central, the Twins, the White Sox, and uh, the Indians were all, Indians. like, the teams. were like, are they all going to make the offs? Yeah, it was the three. Yeah, the three teams, they were killing. I think they were all, like, doing really, really well. They, all like a game, like, they were all, like, a game out when the season was coming to an end. It was, like, an intense race. They all, all three did make the playoffs. It's true. Crazy. Yeah. This year... All the teams suck except the White Sox. I think it's just more likely that the Indians are going to win a few games. I think it's – I'm rooting for four teams in the AO East to have a winning record because four teams having the yeah. AO Central having a losing record just means everyone's going to hate the White Sox. And like, they just beat up on a bunch of bad teams, which I kind of did. But that's what all you'll get. And yeah. Like, oh, God, this is fun. Yeah, I think the, the Blue Jays are even – like the AL East is crazy. The crazy. Blue Jays are seven games above 500 in fourth place. <laughs> It's Blue Jays, if the Blue Jays were in the Central, they're eight back of the White Sox in second place. Like, maybe we can rally. Yeah. Like, so it's crazy. And now they're in the uh, AOE, they're 13 and a half back in fourth place. Like, the difference between a second place yeah, finish wild. and a fourth place finish is crazy. It's just only the matter of division hop. So, yeah, I'm going four teams of yeah. a winning record. Feels like that's more fun. I like that, yeah. Next one. Who end up with the worst record? We have free candidates on our we chopping block. Chopped. Imagine, you know the Food Network show, Chopped? By the way, I love Food Network. As a child, I, I did really enjoy Food Network. It is a, I will put Food Network on in the background, and they'll be like, ooh, this is a fancy olive oil and banana sauce. And I'm like, mm, I have no idea what you're saying, but yes, please now, tell me more. Who's Who makes a bigger impact? The food on food Ooh. network or the host like who if you have, see a host you don't like are you turning it off or is it mainly the food i what pushes the needle i judge host outfits on food network incredibly critically like if you don't have style mm-hmm. not watching you talk about flame and yawn gotta be honest probably the biggest heartbreak for many people would be that food network shows aren't filmed in a house it's just a studio that looks like a kitchen because it really does feel like Wait, they're filming in a in a cozy little house in Louisiana, cooking some crumpets, but it's just like in a Hollywood, like warehouse. You're telling me Rachel Ray wasn't filmed in her grandmother's kitchen? I was misled. No, we've filmed stuff in Rachel Ray's grandma's kitchen. God, that'd be so ideal. Dream guest on the podcast, Rachel Ray. She's got some secrets to spill. <laughs> she's got yeah, she's got some wisps in her closet. Yeah, she's got some dark stuff in that closet. She's gonna unravel, but. Yeah. Worst teams, teams with the worst record. We got the Orioles, who currently have 40 wins. The Diamondbacks with 44 wins. And the Rangers with 45 wins. Wow, saying that out loud felt like they were fake. I, I just went to the standings because I thought you wrote that down and you messed up. I was like, Jack, can we like at least perfect our prep? And then I was like, oh my god, he's right, 40 wins. <laughs> yeah. The Orioles... Honest, I keep thinking back to that pod. We did a whole pod segment where you were kind of defending the I'm Orioles. I'm still defending them. But they are bad. so bad. They're bad. I've kind of become like our Instagram page has become me silently rooting for the Orioles, and I'm getting people in on it. <laughs> like, I'm just posting Orioles updates. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what happens when you have three losing streaks of over 10 games or something like that. They went on two streaks that were like 19-game losing streaks. This is what, I mean, you're not going to win a lot of games if you just lose all the time, obviously. It's a bad time, but I think the worst record, I'm rooting for the Orioles to finish with the second worst record just so I can have like, the. they came back, they fought back, they weren't the worst team in baseball. Rangers, I hope you finish with the worst record so much. Yeah, we can't go. We can't turn our back on our D backs. So up. Rangers, sorry, you're gonna. We hope you get the worst record. 
Orioles, I want second worst. Oh, yeah, And then D-backs. Sure. Honestly, I think the D-backs might win 100 games. They could push. Playoff push has potential. I found out that their hashtag wasn't D-back up, but I'm choosing to ignore that. And whenever I use a hashtag, I'm never going to use hashtags unless I'm tweeting about the D-back, and I'm only going to do hashtag D-back up. D-back up. That's, I'm doing that. <laughs> such a bad. That's <laughs> such like a – it's a hilariously horrible – pitch for the marketing team they're like what should our thing be the rays do raise up and they're like d back up but it's just it literally says back up in the name it's like no it's no not that's good. not their actual hashtag though i made that up i lied i know i misled you no i know but that like i'm shocked that you even thought that was it yeah there's so many things that come out of my brain nothing that ever comes out of my brain is good for the world like i've never had an idea that's been like yeah. oh that's gonna help us <laughs> it's always been like okay what is this guy saying? <laughs> yeah. It's either just we're just a few years late to the party. Yeah, we're where's the people who start posting memes like a couple years after that meme was cool. Like I just posted my yeah. first Spider-Man meme. And I'm like, God, that was funny. Yes. And it was like really simple, but really funny. And not about the recent Spider-Man Far No Way Home trailer. By the way. The original Spider-Man meme. Don't even get me started. I'm so excited for that movie. And I don't like movies, but I'm going to see that one. I watched the trailer, and I could just not get over the fact that there was text laced into the trailer. It was a little I bit weird. I did not weird. like it. A little bit weird. I thought it was a fan edit at first. Ooh. It got like 100 million views in 24 hours. Not even Wilson's OnlyFans get that much traction. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which he is. I think Kill. it's OnlyFans only is what fin- it's called. Uh, maybe. Might be a typo. <laughs> yeah, there's a typo in the... Not even on his account, the domain. The website domain is just a typo. Onlyfans.com <laughs> backslash producer Wilson. <laughs> yeah. He's up. the only creator. <laughs> There's only one creator, but he's still not in first place. Yeah, he's somehow last place and out of one. He's 0 for yeah. 1 on his own website. Oh, he sucks. Not what you want to see. So you're going, we're both going Rangers, worst record? Yeah. Okay, Bye, Rangers. Passion pick. The Texas Rangers have failed us. Where do we want to go next here? How about we go, let's go player. Will Vladdy Jr. Yes. end the season leading the league at any stat? Because there was at some points this season where, like, he was the triple crown potential winner for his yeah. batting average, RBIs, and home runs, I believe. And right now, yeah, he's he, not. He was killing he, it. He's not leading any of those categories. He's in the top four of all of them. But, yeah, he's fourth in batting average, third in home runs, and tied for fourth in RBIs. So he's not out of reach, but it is, it's tough to be this late and not leading. How far, I mean, what could he get? Home runs comes to my mind. He's five out of Otani. Home runs, yeah. He's just got to go on a crazy streak. He's been cold a little bit lately. I think home runs is the only one he probably has a shot at. Yeah. But, and he is... Like, not to discredit him, he's still batting 312 oh, for sure. with 91 RBIs and 36 home runs, which is crazy. It's just, there's been some sneaky tillers in the average, like Michael Brantley, Trey Turner, Castellanos. He's having a great... They're just having, like, they're just hitting. Oh, Vladdy Jr. still having an MVP season, but, like, people were talking about the Triple Crown, so that's going to be a fun exercise to see. Will he finish in any of those oh, categories? Yeah, yeah. Only play of a 1.0 OPS, take a guess. cricket oh tatis who harper he's just behind him tatis harper's mm. the only one of a one dot ops this season press harper for mvp campaign roll on but yeah i don't think vladdy jr does i still think he finishes second in mvp voting but i don't think he leads anything yeah i think that makes sense he's he's just consistently like the third place for everything which if you combine that that's like better than leading one category but i don't think he's gonna get get any number one spot Let's go, Vladdy. Let's get a 40 homer, 100 RBI season, though. Let's lock that down. I need to see that on your resume. Oh, yeah. That'd be a nice, that's a nice one to have. Let's do this one. Will Kyle Hendricks finish the year with the most wins? And you put a little edit in here that says, How the Finn? And I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that was about the producer Wilson's OnlyFans. Oh, okay. So we got a little crossover yeah. in our documents. Okay, I yeah. understand now. But. Honestly, how does Kyle Hendricks lead the league in wins with 14 and the Cubs are bad and he's like, is really not like a dominant pitcher in the game and the Cubs aren't really doing him any favors offensively. 
How does he have 14 wins? And how is that leading the lead? He might, he could do it. The Cubs have 57 wins, and I just spent that whole 30 seconds while you were talking. I didn't listen to a word you said. I tried to figure out the math of 14 percentage of 57, and my brain just started to sweat, and I gave up, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, let's do let's do some intense research here. This simp- I think this is the podcast that we've done the most stat reading and also the most just random stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of all over the place. I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a goofy mood today. I'm just kind of chatting it up. You're in a silly goofy mood. I almost bought a Pluto the dog t-shirt today. Don't know why. I would have never worn it. Yeah, kind of. I feel like if you're wearing, like, was it a big Pluto? It's a big Pluto. It was a, it was, it was. Yeah, that kind of gives me, like, Disney adult kind of scary vibes. Yeah, I had, like, a 20-second thing where I'm like, this could be quirky. And then I was like, ah, I don't want this. <laughs> and then I walked away. Yeah. So Kyle Hendricks has started 27 games. Um, the Cubs have won 57 games. And 14 of them are Kyle Hendrick wins. That was no new information. You just returned to the table. <laughs> what? We, have, we had already established all of that. <laughs> no. He's the 27 wins. He's... He played. Tw- he started twenty-seven games. I thought you were about to bring in some like research, and then you just said exactly what we no. already said. Well, yeah, but yeah, it didn't really lead to anything. But the numbers were said. The build you were building up towards something. I was like, all right, he's got numbers. Yeah. Well, I wasn't building. I was just taking my time to find it. <laughs> when podcast hosts are not listening, part seventy-eight. <laughs> I'm going to go – Yeah, I mean – I say yes because it will be I a put, cool story if he leads the league. I put most of the blame on that on you because you could have reacted like it was crazy. Yeah, I could have, but I didn't. There's a lot of things you could put You'd blame on. You'd have been like, oh, for 27. Sorry, I had to expose you to the people. It's my job. I expose you. My day job. That's true. I'm going yes. Kyle Hendricks leads the league and wins. Where are you coming in? Yeah, let's, let's say yes. The only category the Cubs lead in all year. I love that. Kyle Hendricks for MVP. Ooh, we got two more to go. Which trade deadline piece will have them one viral moment for their team in September? So to explain this, we're not talking about who's been the best pickup on the trade deadline. We're not talking about Max Scherzer dropping D for the Dodgers. We're talking about what player will have that one moment for their team that will go the most viral on like Instagram, Twitter, like TikTok, whether it's a home run to clinch the division or a walk-off dinger to keep their playoff hopes alive and clinch a wild card spot. What mm-hmm. trade deadline piece will have that moment? I'm going Rizzo for the Yankees. I think he maybe hits like a walk-off one. home run in the wild card in the Bronx. Ooh, that's kind of a good one. Okay, so I, I'm between two people. I'm either going Kyle Schwarber for the Red Sox, or I think Craig Kimbrell, who's struggled for the White Sox. I think he clinches the number one spot uh the spot for the AL Central for the White Sox but he doesn't like a two winning save and everybody's like Craig Kimbrell Liam Hendricks are leading the White Sox let's get it dialed up that's what I think is gonna happen yeah that's a good one I kind of forgot they got him he's, had, he's been bad for the White Sox my other sneaky candidate yeah. would be Nelson Cruz for the Rays like he hits like a walk-off homer and like it locks the yeah. number one spot in the AL and they're like the best record and everyone's like, Nelson Cruz at 42, the Rays are unstoppable. Like, that feels like it could go nuts. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet. He's I know been he's quiet. been doing, like, the Nelson Cruz thing, but I feel like he's in the news more. Do you think Nelson Cruz low-key is a ninja? Because he's just never seen, but except when he hits a home run. He's just quiet. No, I think he's more of a samurai. Oh, yeah, he knows how to spin a samurai. Yeah. What, is that Katana? Is that what it's called? Yeah. A sword? I kind of want one. I just want to go get one. It'd be fun to have. I have one. Do you? Mm-hmm. You should just break it out in the pod sometime. Just like randomly, having a middle of a conversation, just start opening it. <laughs> yeah. See if anyone... I'll be like this. Check your microphone and it falls in half. <laughs> <laughs> My hair falls off. Like, What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. So your what was your... Rizzo, I'm going Kimbrel. Last one we got. What team will be most disappointed if they miss the playoffs? And what fan base will be the least disappointed if they miss mm-hmm. the playoffs? 
You want to go first on this one? Yeah, I'll go first. Let's do most disappointed. Let's start negative and positive and wrap this pod up. Most disappointed, I think I'm going to go Red Sox. I think Boston is the most disappointed if they don't make the playoffs. Just because, as Red Sox fans, I would be incredibly disappointed. So I'm a little biased on that. They led the division for such a long stretch. They were one of the most dominant first-half teams. And then if somehow they fall all the way out of the playoffs after that trade deadline that everyone talked about. It seems like a very disappointing start to the Heim Bloom era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I was thinking of going Red Sox. I was even thinking of going Yankees because Yankees are a good one. they were so bad. Then they were so good. If they miss the playoffs now, I feel it'd be just an annoying roller coaster. But I'm officially going to go the Athletics, who Ooh. are currently not in the picture. But I don't know if it's just everyone thought this way, but I feel like on this pod, you were really hyping me up on the A's. We were kind of pushing that. This is their time to take over the reins of this division. And that it's going to suck if they just miss the playoffs altogether and they just let the Astros come back and still stomp them. And then they don't even get a wild card. And then it's like, what is... What are we doing as a franchise? Are we going to move to Vegas? It just, it just seems like a nightmare situation. That's a great answer. It's a good answer, Jack. Like Family Feud. Good answer. Good answer. Just because that is true. I was gassing up on the Rays. I haven't checked. They had like a six-game losing streak before they split the series with the Yankees. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. The A's have a lot riding. Like they, The future of their franchise in Oakland is kind of riding on this. So it's a good answer. Yeah. I like that one. Least disappointed. There's an easy answer to this one. But I'm not going to go there because maybe you'll take it. I'm not going to go that one. I'm going to go Cincinnati Reds. I think if the Reds miss the Mm -hmm. playoffs to the Padres, you're not disappointed as a fan. You're like, we really had a good – we pushed them hard. We were there. We we were in a spot where we shouldn't have been, and it only can go up from here. We just go get a couple pitchers. This team's got a lot of talent. We can make a run next year. I think they'd be – Fans would be upset, but their expectations weren't to make the playoffs. So I think they're excited that they were had a September baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. The Reds are weird to me because I didn't think they'd even be close to the playoffs. And exactly. now like, they're in it, but I, but I still feel like they're not going to be. But if they don't. So I'm, I'm weird with them. If they don't make it, you're not going to be like, oh, the Reds should have made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, nice, they did it, if they do. Exactly. I'm, so I guess the the easy answer would be Mariners. Yeah, that's like, the, they don't that's really want to win yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I mean, I just, it's, I think I'm going to go Red Sox. Oh, you're going opposite of me. Yeah, I, so I'm going to take away the hometown bias because obviously Red Sox fans are going to be very annoyed. But I think if you zoom out and look at kind of the plan, we clearly didn't go full in. Like we, the Red Sox could have made more moves and said we only got Schwarber because we're trying to build the farm system. And I think if we do miss the playoffs, looking back, you'd be like, oh, we could have made the playoffs. They just kind of chose not to. So if that does happen... I could kind of read the read the past and be like, okay, that's why. I don't. I still feel like they're gonna sneak in, but if they do miss it, I feel like other teams, other fans would be like, okay, yeah, you know, they didn't really go all in. Free November 30, 32nd, Everybody's looking at the Red Sox season like that was kind of a nice season by the Red Sox. They put together a good year, yeah. but like the immediate, I think there'd be a lot of disappointment. But well, yeah, right. If you zoomed out, as like if you're a fan of the Houston Astros, you look at the Red Sox and you said, "I think Red Sox kind of had a nice season this year." Yeah, like Giants fans right now. I don't, I don't think they're really paying a lot of attention to what if the Red Sox are gonna make the offs. Good point. Zoom out, long big picture, not Red Sox fan. It's a good point. Different ends of the argument. I don't agree, to, but I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, to us. End of the world. Oh, Red Sox missed the playoffs. I have to. I already said I'm going to drink pickle juice for 20 straight minutes. So, yeah. Get ready to pop me up. Fill me with the juice. I'm ready. Jack, we're at the end of the podcast. How did that feel? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I know. That dropped me off guard. (laughs) We are. We're at the end. 
we're here. I, dude, that was, I was waiting to say that for like 10 minutes. I really wanted to end the podcast like that. I'm happy that it went over as well as it did. Yeah, it went over well. We apologize for what you just listened to, but I think it was fun. Or we'll take your thank yous. We are, we're either sorry or you're welcome. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You're welcome. Yeah, it's sorry you're welcome. And that's how it is in life, really. That's how you get here at the We Got Us Podcast. Thanks for listening to another yeah. episode. If we missed any storylines, guys, don't worry. We'll be back Tuesday with another episode to catch up on all the stuff we missed. Meanwhile, be Jack's going to be hitting the books this week. So go do it, Jack. Go get that study on. True. Subscribe to producer wilson's only fins link in bio link in bio or you can subscribe to our patreon and get an extra episode of this podcast we're ranking ice cream flavors on sunday get ready ice cream flavor bracket coming to patreon.com slash we get ice also hang out in the discord discord server come say what's up what's going on there all the fun stuff extra shout outs on the podcast instagram tiktok we got ice baseball twitter we got sbb and we'll be back on tuesday we love every single one of you take it easy and stay chilly peace